The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Incy Wincy Spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed the spider out. I'm here. Behind you, look. Welcome to another week of Connor Knows Horror, and in this week, we got a double episode upload for you as we look at a movie franchise that I've always, always been very interested in and wanted to do uh, a review on since I started this uh, horror podcast, and that franchise is Puppet Master. This week, we'll be taking a look at the one and two films, the first two films in the franchise. Let's go. House of Mysteries. This hotel seems to have quite a history, Mr. Gallagher. Who are you people? A research team with special powers. <gasps> My God. She's experiencing the past. Because we are all joined by our thoughts. <gasps> has uncovered an ancient secret. I have something I want to show you. <laughs> Metaphysically speaking, I killed myself. <gasps> But they are playing with an evil force. What would you do with the power? You can't save her, Alex. They have given life to a deadly power. We're all in danger. And now a box of little toys. I think someone's in the room, Frank. Has become a gang of little terrors. Pinhead, Blade, Ms. Leech, Jester, and Tunneler. Irene Miracle, Paul Lamatt, Barbara Crampton, and William Hickey as the Puppet Master. Puppet Master is a 1989 American horror film written by Charles Brand and Kenneth J. Hall and directed by David Schumuller. The film stars Paul Lamatt, Irene Miracle, Matt Rowe, Catherine O'Leary as psychics who are plotted against by a former colleague using puppets animated by an Egyptian spell. Originally intended for summer 19, for a summer 1989 theatrical release before being released on home video the following September, Puppet Master was ultimately pushed back to a direct-to-video release on October 12, 1989, as band felt it was likely to be more financially successful than if the theatrical uh, market. It was very popular and has since developed a large folk calling and a franchise. <coughs> the movie begins in 1939, Mona Bay Inn in California. An old puppeteer named Andre Toulon is putting the finishing touches on his newest puppet, Jester, before he brings it to life. 
two Nazi spies arrive in Hedford Tulum's room, while Khan, another living puppet, warns him. Tulum calmly places all the animate puppets in a chest and hides it in a wall panel compartment as the Nazis break down the door. He commits suicide. Present day. Four psychics miles apart are all, con are all contacted by Neil Gallagher, all five of them previously being acquaintances. Professional Alex Whitaker, through a nightmare involving Neil and leeches, Dana Hadley via pre-motion of her own death, and psychic researchers Frank Froster and Kara Stanford, though unspecified means, Dana has also uncovered Toulon's hiding place and tells the others arranging a meeting at the Bay Inn where Neil resides. Upon arrival, they are supposed to find they are surprised to find that not only does Neil have a wife, Megan, but that he also killed himself, leaving instructions for Megan on the other's arrival. She leaves him with the body to pay respects to Dana. Dana stabs a long pen into Neil's corpse to verify that he is in fact dead. While getting settled into their rooms, the psychics experience different confusing visions of Neil. That night at dinner, Dana intentionally riles Megan, causing her to leave the table, and Pinhead, another animated doll, crawls out of Neil's casket. Fa Alex follows Megan and tells her that their history with her husband, Kersa, a psychometrist, can see any object's emotional history by touching it. Dana can tell fortunes and locate items and people, and Alex himself can foresee the future in his dreams. Neil was researching alchemy and with Frank's help discovered the ancient Egyptians had created a method of reanimated inanimate figures, a power also discovered by Andre Toulon, uh, the late true chemist, but because Neil had not made contact with them in a while, Dana and the rest thought he had abandoned them and took whatever he was looking for for himself and they were ready to settle the score. That night, Theresa, the housekeeper, attends to set the fire and is tied by Pinhead with a poker, fulfilling Dana's fortune for her. Gallagher, Gallagher's body has been moved to a chair, which Megan finds causing her to faint. Alex tends to her while the others return the body to the casket after Blade finds a protective spells on Alex and Dana's rooms. He moved to Carissa's and Frank's while having a very loud sex and, dis and disrupting Alex and Dana's sleep. Two more puppets, Tunneler and Leech Woman, enter. Tunneler kills Chris by drilling into her face when she inspects a noise coming from under the bed. And Leech Woman regurgitates leeches onto Frank, who is tied to the bed, draining his blood. Returning from a walk, Dana finds Gallagher's body in her room. She is attacked by Pinhead, who breaks her leg. Pinhead chases her and repeatedly struggles and punches her until he manages to knock him away and crawl into the elevator only to have her throat slit by Blade fulfilling her fortune. Alex suffers more nightmares eventually, woken by Megan who shows him Toulon's diary and tells him that Neil found Toulon's secret to reanimation. Alex has the vision of Neil and they rush downstairs to escape but find bodies of Dana, Frank, and Carissa sitting around the dining table accompanied by the newly resurrected Neil. He explains that while he did commit suicide, he used Toulon's secrets to become reanimated himself in an effort to become immortal. He reveals that he killed Megan's parents and expresses disgust for the puppets, violently throwing Jester. 
Now satisfied to have human puppets to experiment with, the other puppets witness this and descend on Neil. Tumblr takes out his legs and Blade pins him down while Leech Woman regurgitates a leech into his mouth and Pinhead finally breaks his neck. A uh, little side note here that this all took place um, in the elevator where uh, Blade slit the psychic's throat. The next day, Megan sees Alex off and she ascends to the stairs. She brings Dana's stuffed toy dog, Leroy, to life. Alright, so that was the plot summary of the first Puppet Master movie, which was released direct-to-video in 1989. The thing I really liked about this movie was the practical effects, because this is the late 80s, early 90s. Um, CGI isn't really a big thing yet. It's not widely used. Uh, so all the puppets are practical, and I love it. I love the, pu the puppets, my favorite puppet. Uh, right now, from the first film, has to be Blade. Blade is an awesome-looking puppet. All the puppets look awesome. You can tell when Neil was being mutilated and ultimately killed by the puppets in the elevator towards the end of the film that his hands were clearly fake. In the hands, they would stab him in the hands, and green uh, like ooze would come out. Uh, you can clearly tell that those were movie effects. And with a budget of only $400,000 uh, that the first film had, it doesn't really surprise me. So there are little mistakes and goofs in this film, but it's only 90 minutes long, an hour, 28 minutes, I want to say. So 90 minutes. It's a fun, little, um, enjoyable movie. If, if you're into cult classics, um, this movie is definitely worth checking out, and I hope you guys can check it out. It is available on Peacock and Tubi, so check it out. One of my favorite films so far. Now, you rate it. And my final rating would be a 8 out of 10. Even though the critics and uh, even though the critics back at this time didn't enjoy the movie, I enjoyed it, so I'm going to give the movie an 8 out of 10. Thank you for listening to this debut episode of the Connor Knows Horror Podcast on the SJP World Media Network. I want to go ahead and start off by saying my thank yous to Mr. Simon Powell for allowing me to put my show on the network. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. And again, my advice to you would be watch the movie yourself if you can find it and form your own opinions. Just don't don't just go off what I say about the films. Um, I always recommend if you are able, watch the film and form your own opinions. Like I said, you can follow me at Connor Knows Footy on the Twitters. That is my soccer account. And if you are crazed about soccer or football, it uh, doesn't matter what you call it. You can follow me on there. And that's where I also post the uh, content to my podcast. But if you want to take a look at some of my personal life, uh, you can follow me at Connor McCabe, that is K-O-N-O-R-M-C-C-A-B-E on Twitter. That is my personal account. It is also in the bio of my 
secondary account, my YouTube and podcast account. And you can follow the uh, SJP World Media Group at SJP World Media on Twitter. As for that, my name is Connor, and thank you for listening.